He's a wonderful God. He's a wonderful Savior. Huh? Now? Let's pray for him when we have call for prayer. Unless he's sick and needs something now. Yeah. Yeah. There's a song. I wish I knew how to sing those songs when I look back over my life and I think things over. Yeah. I've been blessed. I got a testimony. Same kind of songs I sang, but I think Bridget, that's Gwen's song. That's your song. Praise the Lord. I want you to get that together, Gwen. I want to hear that song again. I love it. Hallelujah. I love the Lord. He heard my cry and pitied every groan. Amen. You know, I'm a mother 10 times, 11 times over. And when, uh, I don't know, I, I, I don't remember Maurice. I don't remember him. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. I don't remember him. No, I don't remember him. I don't remember him. Now, if I see him, I probably would. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would. I probably would remember him. Yeah. But I was, uh, uh, my mother thing jumped in last night. And uh, I just, I just looked like I felt baby's heart. And uh, so I'm sitting up here and ain't got too much sleep. So I wrote down what I wanted God to do for this child because he became my child. My kids, he became my child. This is weird. He became my child, and I laid it on the bed, and I said, Lord, and I prayed for him like I would pray for, you know, my child. And I felt her heart, baby's heart. Now I know baby because she fixed me some tripe and some shrimp. <laughs> And I felt her heart. I, I uh, had a strange experience. I felt her heart. I felt the sadness. I felt, you know, a mother's heart. Because I'm a mother. And I said, most mothers, if people say something about the kids, you feel that. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, and I might know the child if I've seen him, but I, I, don't, I can't put it in my mind when I was praying for him. But I told God what I wanted, and he did just what I asked him. But I, I prayed with a mother's heart because I just... You know, I, I couldn't see him because I don't remember him. I'm sorry. And uh, I said, God, I said, you know, you're just a good God. And then I, it's a, it's a, it was something on, uh, on my phone or on my iPad about uh, this boy. What my baby at? He told me what it was. It's a formula that they made, uh, the scientists made, to, to do about matter and this kind of thing and that kind of thing about, you know, uh, and uh, the Lord let me see this you are serving a God that no words can form how great he is I saw this I know it was God I know it was him showing me this about how he made how he made things you know how he made and, it, and he, they took this formula that this I guess Einstein they put up there whatever what what's the thing? Uh, 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 yeah. What what is that? Uh, Kobe told me what it was. Uh, huh? MC square. Okay. So the scientists was looking into this. They was looking in to find different things, and God opened it up. You know, and I'm telling you, 
I don't know how I got to church this morning. I was so through. I was just, I know God is great. Get me now because I'm here and what he done for me. But when I saw more of the greatness of our God, that ain't nothing you could ask him if you belong to him, he won't do. I thought for goodness sakes, you know, uh, in, in, in like the wings of something, God put all this in the wings of to make this bird know so and so. I seen it. I, if I found it again, it, it's like a news thing, you know, about TM Square or whatever. But they did, did, man digged into this and found out about some things, you know, about God let them find out, you know what I'm saying? So I just want to thank God. I just want to praise him. There ain't nobody like God. It just, oh Lord, ooh, Jesus, ain't nobody like him. It just, it, and then I sit there, that night, I mean, I've been saved a long time. And up, up on the bed, we just got through paying for Maurice. And I just, to me, they would they dispose the bed because he's God. You know, if, if we asking him, praying, I, I wasn't worried of nothing about Maurice because I felt that God, when I seen this, I looked, everything came in order. I know I ain't talking. God is something. He, you don't know who you serving when you serve Jesus, you don't know. Hallelujah. If you don't out there don't know Jesus, you are making a terrible mistake. Because he is just so wonderful. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the So, you know, my messages come in my sleep. I'll wake up in the morning and he'll put, either he'll say a word or he'll say, he'll tell me about something I preached or Something like that, something, you know, praise I preached many sermons, many, many sermons. And uh, uh, he put in my heart this one that I preached. I love it because I love David anyway. The 17th chapter of Samuel, 1 Samuel 17. I love, I don't know, I just love it. It, it just blessed me so because God is so good. He's so real. You know what? You come among your brethren in the, but this is your day if you want it, Steve. It's, it's what you want. Let me tell you, it's what you want. If you, if you, uh, because can't nobody heal you. I can't heal you. Hell, nobody can heal you. It's God that's going to heal you. And we stand between, I can't explain it, but we, we just, his servants, you know what I mean? They help your faith get up there, but can't nobody heal you but God. Praise God. I remember once, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, I'll be, I'm I'm we're going to stand and pray. I'm going to do it right. <laughs> Shoot. But <laughs> that's right, Al, that's where I am. Uh, I remember I went to church. I was so sick. It was doing, in the 50s, I had the bird flu. I was so sick. I don't remember how to get there. I don't remember how I came home. But I know about a God. And I felt if I could get to church and get prayer, that's how the church was. That's how this church is going to be again. If I could get to church where I felt God's people were, I guess is what I was thinking. I said, Lord, so I goes out here among all these people. You know, I, I didn't want nobody else to catch the flu. I didn't do it for that reason. And I went into church. When I sat down, the pastor that was there was Brother Harding. He, he was under Brother Epley. And he came and he said, Sister David, you're not well. I said, no, I'm not well. He said, come on, let's pray. So they got around me, all the saints prayed for me and I you know like I said and when he put his hands on me the sickness came down like this and rolled through my feet I'll never forget as long as I live we believe listen it wasn't a man brother Harden can't heal me but Jesus touched me 
and the, and, the, and the sickness just rolled out of my body like you, and I threw my feet. Never forget it. I had some wonderful experiences, and so have you. There's nothing that he won't do if you believe him. All he asks for you to do is to believe him. All things are possible if you believe him. Amen. If you believe him. And you got to think about uh, where he brought you from. Where you staying? See, I'm, I'm trying to stay with the, the way it's supposed to go at. I'm trying to stay with the prayer thing and all this, you know, how it's supposed to roll. Father, we want to thank you. I do thank you. We thank you this morning just for being who you are. We thank you for being here for whatever reason we came. We came to be with the saints. But there's coming a time, Lord, very soon when coming to church is going to really be uh, something that people are going to understand. That we're in the house of God. We're with God. Praise God. For, for the Bible said where two or three are gathered, he's in the midst. And I count when I, on Sunday. It's more than three people here. And so, God, I know that you're, gonna, you're here. You're here to, to receive us. You're here to heal us. You're here to make it better. Hallelujah. You're here. And so I just want to thank you, Father. And as I try to preach this, preach with, with your strength, God, I ask you to help me to minister. I've ministered before, but I, I ask you, Lord, if it's somebody need to tell the saints or something need to, they need to know or we need to know or I need to know, Lord, you, you help us in Jesus' name. Praise Lord. I'm, I'm glad and happy that I did receive, you be seated, uh, the, the message when God told me to preach. I didn't be, you know, people didn't know my name. I pre- girl, I preached it so much against women preachers. It's a shame. I did not believe in women preachers because I came from a homeless church. I didn't believe in nothing, really. <laughs> but everything that I did believe in, God turned it around. Because my church obviously had it, had it wrong. But uh, uh, I didn't believe in women preachers, so <laughs> I preached so hard. So one Sunday, uh, my, my pastor, I was under Brother Williams at the time, Sister Williams. He called me after. I said, oh, Lord, what have I done? <laughs> so I went in the room and I sit down. He said, Sister Davis, yes, sir. You're going to have to do what you preached against. And I'm wondering, what he said? I knew exactly what he was saying. Why? I don't know that group. But what I was waiting to do for him to ordain me, you know, if I was going to pre- do this, you know, I said, yes, sir. And I got in my car and I thought about it and I came home and I thought about it and I thought about it. But as time went on, here am I. You're going to do what God wants you to do because I love God. I wanted to do what he wanted me to do. So dad told me, he said, so that's for goodness sakes, if God is calling you, go. I said, yeah, well, you know. I, I, we was really taught hard against women ministers. Women ministers, women did not preach in our pulpits. When a woman come to preach, she preached right here. This is as far as she could go. She could not go in that pulpit. That's how bad it was in my religion. Yeah. But I hope they're better now. But one time a woman came to the church, that woman told that church down. <laughs> Woo, she, I mean, she preached. Okay, at night when we get out, the, the, the deacons live down the street from us. Some, one of the deacons, yeah, both the, the, the top deacon and the other deacon live right across the street from where my auntie lived. I was in Mississippi at the time. And they was walking, they said, you know, I don't know about women, but that woman preached tonight, did she? Now we walked behind and her listening. I was a kid. Boy, she preached. Wow. I don't know. I guess, you know, we, we can't let them do, get in the pulpit. But, you know, he just walking, he just talking. She really, man, I didn't enjoy it. Didn't you enjoy it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. What we going to do? 
You know, woo wee. So we, that woman, boy, we, she, they were just took the whole time. It took us about 20 minutes to get home the whole time. <laughs> she told that, I mean, that woman preached. I can't remember what she preached, but she preached, buddy. Um, it's standing right there. So here we are. Now it's not male or female, but we all one in Christ. Amen. We, he called them both Adam in the fifth chapter of Genesis. And I don't believe, I still believe a woman should be under a man. When I got ordained, I'm under, I'm, I am under a man. So y'all don't be thinking I'm just saying I'm under a man. <laughs> I'm under a man. You understand what I'm saying? I'm under a man. Yeah, okay. All right. Amen. And I still, uh, you know, I still do what God say. I believe it's the man is the boss and the, the whole thing here. Amen. And so this morning, I want to bless you with a message I've preached before, but the Lord, I rolled over my bed, and he brought it to me. I said, okay. So here we go. I want to turn to the 17th chapter of Samuel, 1 Samuel 17, and preach one of my favorite messages. Oh, favorite, 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 favorite. Now the Philistines gathered together their armies to battle and were gathered together at Shallow, or Shoko which belonged to Judah, and pitched between Shoko and Azila and Ephraim. Mim. <laughs> I used to look up these words. But, and Saul and the men of Israel, those were places, so, were gathered together and pitched by the valley of Elah and set the bell in the rail against the Philistines. And the Philistines stood on the mountain on one side. I thought this was something. And Israel stood on the mountain on the other side and there was a valley between them. And there went out a champion of the, of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath, whose height, whose height was six cupids and a span. And I looked and I looked and looked and looked. So they feel like he was, he, they, some people say he was nine and a half feet tall, which is really tall for a person. People that, that, that got that tall was not healthy because, you know, you got to walk in your body and everything. So they was not in, you know, the man ain't in good health because <laughs> you, 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 you up here and, and you, you know, your heart and all this kind of thing. You still had the same structure as a man had, you know. And so it was hard. They said it was, they would be uh, people that's not very healthy. So people that are too tall are not very healthy people. Because of the, the way the body runs, you know. So anyway, uh, this man, uh, the, the, he, he was tall enough for the, the people to be scared of. He had, uh, so and there was a champion out the camp of Philistine named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits on the span, which was like nine and a half feet. He had a helmet of brass upon his head. He was armed with a coat of mail, and, weight, and the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of brass. And he had graves of brass upon his legs. And a, ooh, my God, I carry all that, my gosh. And a target of brass upon his shoulders, or between his shoulders. And the staff of his spirit was like a weaver's beam. And that's where they were saying that uh, the guy was tall because a weaver's beam is so, you know, so, so wide. And if he had a staff that was wide as a weaver's beam, he was in, you know, he was a pretty tall guy, you know. And so he stood and cried out to, to the armies of Israel. <laughs> and I thought about that. Some of us have problems like that. I mean, it, it just, uh, I've talked to people, and they just be in the problems that they'll see like nobody can, can help them. 
nobody can do anything. But here come a little boy. I guess he was about 17 or 18 at that time. And he just, he had experience with God. Listen, when you out now in your life, and I know what I'm saying, and the things you go through that you know God did. I, heard, I hear Jackie talking about all the time and you all get up and testify. Those are things you put up in your heart and memory. Because when you get ready to go through your big trials, and you're going to go through somebody, for it's over with, we are all going to go through some more than we're going through. I'm telling you that now. And it's all, well, however. But I told the Lord, I said, God, help me to remember from where I came from. Help me to remember, you know, when I go through this other stuff, help me to remember where you brought me from. This is why God, God take you through things to take you through life. You know, your, your, your life is planned. And when you go through the things you go through in life, uh, you'd be surprised at what you can do. So don't say you can't do what you think you can't do. So when I, when I had to make a great decision about two years ago in a, and, and, and uh, you know, the family thought about it and this and that and the other. But I said, Lord, you, you, uh, you, you gave me to know right from wrong. And, and I'm going to keep my vow. I made a vow. You, you make a vow, then, then you got to keep it regardless of uh, the, the something that's before you. Amen. That's what I felt. So I kept my vow, and I did keep my vow, and it turned out really good. And so I said, Lord, thank you. Everybody said, don't you do this. You better not do blah, blah, but this is going. I said, Lord, I don't care what nobody tell me. I'm looking for you. And let me tell you something else. Don't always depend on somebody to get your answer. Get your answer from God. You know, people love you, but don't just pray. I don't care how much this man done pray. You, you got a, something with God yourself. You just, ain't nobody know uh, to God. We're all on one level, I want you to know. And I believe that if you believe God, and he's your God. So don't make thinking, well, I'll ask Brother, Brother Span, because, you know, he pray all the time and fasts for all the time. Yeah, and he, he's good, see. And so I'm going to ask him. But no, you get your answer from, from, the, from God, from, from him. When he tell you something, God tell me something, I don't care what nobody else say, I'm sorry. I don't care what, what kind of what, what you make. It's just going to be what I feel he tell me. Then that's the way I've been all my life. I've tried to do what I felt God said for me to do. You know what I mean? But God's what you liked it or not. Amen. And I did some things. People said, but it turned out right because God told me. Amen. God said you healed. So that's the way God is now. See, God said you healed. You healed. And we were taught that we we were taught that. And I went to church sometimes so sick I couldn't walk, especially during when they had the bird flu. It was the bird flu. You remember nineteen fifty seven or eight, something like that. Oh, they had. The, was you born then? Okay. Uh, I had the bird flu, and I'm telling you, I was so sick. I was walking down my hall. I lived in Berkeley during that time. You was a little kid, about three, and I'm and I'm I'm, I'm going up against the walls, falling against the walls, and all. I was sick as a. I was sick. Amen. And I told you, I went to church, I went to church, and I got in my car, I was so sick, I don't remember driving, but I know I had to get to the house of God. People ain't like that no more. I, I know I had to get into the house of God. I feel like if I could get into the house of God, God would touch me. That's what I felt. And so I don't, I don't know how 
I lived uh, where we live on uh, Evergreen, and the church was down on. You remember the street? It's downtown, Locust and Garrison somewhere down there. And I drove. I don't remember stopping on the red, going on the green. I don't remember. I was just as I was so sick. Now that don't do that. That's foolishness. But I did it. And I went to, when I got in church. I said, Sister Dave, you sick? I said, Yes, I am. I'm very sick. And the saints was kind of standing off because there was a time that it was a bad flu had, had caught America. And I'm <laughs> standing back. I don't blame them. I didn't mean to tell I'd go give nobody no flu. Nobody caught it after then. Nobody but me. Amen. But when this brother, <laughs> late, he was Brother Harding. He wasn't Brother Epley. Brother Harding uh, called the saints around, put his hand on my head and prayed. And that sickness started here and rolled. God, let me Children, we got to believe God. We got, and the church has got to be in the place where it can have to be the hospital. They got to be in the place where we can pray for the sick. Because it's going to be some sickness. You ain't seen nothing now. This junk that hit us, that, that changed the, the taste of the food and changed your taste and all this kind of stuff. That stuff did, that, 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 that thing did more than people think. It touched people's minds. It, it, you can't see this thing. What, what was it called? It, yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was COVID, all right. It was COVID, COVID, you know, like you had his, yeah, it was COVID, yeah, right. And it, hurt, and it did more than what we think. It did something to our minds, something to our food, something to everything. It, it was in the air, it was everywhere, and it still is. And all we got to do is trust in God. There's nothing going to help you but God. I'm telling you, I don't care to go take 15 shots. It, it, you gonna still got to believe in God. He's going to take you through anything that you got to be taken through. Hallelujah. And when you come out of this, put that in your pocket. Put, put it in your mind. When God do something for you, put it up. Put it up. When, when, he, when you ask him something in prayer and he do it, put that up. And that's what David did. David was a little shepherd boy, young boy. Praise God. Um, he, the, the family didn't like him. You know, the siblings didn't like him or whatever. But he was out there with his father's sheep. And, uh, amen. And then he remembered God. He had to have some kind of, uh, uh, some kind of relation with God. Because he, he had to. The way he talked. And so here is this big army of men. And he's just a kid. 17, 18, somewhere like that. And they out. Scared of things, but I'm gonna tell you, it ain't, it ain't got no, it ain't got nothing to do with age. Right now, if a young person of anybody would seek God and get a appointment, well, it's God in the person. It's it's Him in the person. It's it's uh, Him in the person. That's all I can say. Him in the person. It's God in you. God in you. You know, Amen. You could be if He say. And you got to believe him. He said you healed, you healed. He, he said you saved, you saved. And whatever he says, put, put your foot on it, put it in your pocket. And hallelujah. So as, as David was out here taking care of his father's sheep. Amen. You know, you know the story. He killed a, a lion came, he killed him. A bear. So he wasn't a scary cat. He wasn't, you know, no, no. He killed the blind, he killed the bear. Amen. Keeping away from his father's sheep. Now here's somebody that's going to be a really a good leader. Because he's going to keep the devil away from God's people. Amen. And so the Bible says, where am I at? What's, what verse? I'm keeping up with me. Amen. 
And so verse 8 say, so, so this great big nine and a half foot man, which is one of the Nephilims, I guess, he, he came out there and it stood. But here is 20,000 men who carrying an ark that's supposed to be God. Amen. They standing out there. Some, some, you know, here's a, ooh, that's another thought, you know. That's another thought. I see people carry their Bible around. I mean, I'm not against if you want to carry your Bible, that's you. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of these people, they carry their Bible, and I, and I expect if somebody say, boo, they'd run. Your Bible, your Bible got to be in your heart. The word of God got to be in you. In you. Amen? You know, it's all right to keep your Bible in the car or whatever, but you know who I'm talking about. And these armies, so number nine, he said, uh, if he, uh, number eight, and stood, he cried against upon the ominous of Israel and, and said unto them, <laughs> Why are you come out to set your belt in array? Am I not a Philistine? And ye servants be Saul's. <laughs> Ain't you supposed to be the one that's supposed to, that this God that you talk about is with? Oh, he just, um, he said, <laughs> he said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man. We ain't got to fight the army. He said, just give me one man that we will fight together. And when Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistines, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Now David was the son of an Ephraimite of Bethlehem, Judah, whose name was Jesse. He had eight sons, and the man was among men for an old man in the days of Saul. And the eldest sons of Jesse went and followed Saul to the army or to the battle. And the names of these sons was Elab, who was his firstborn, Abinadab, and Shammah. And Brother Shammah used to preach that he's in, 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 in Shamrock. Called his name there. He put his name right there. <laughs> and David was the youngest of the three elders of fallen Saul. But uh, they followed Saul. But David went. And returned to his sheep because he wasn't old enough at that time to be in the army. So Jesse said unto David, now I want you to go down and take your brothers some, some food. And return to the camp to your brothers. Carry these ten cheeses down there. You know, feed them. Now, now let's read number 19. Now Saul and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah fighting with the Philistines. So they fought army by army. Praise the Lord. And David rose up early in the morning, left his sheep with a keeper, and took and went, as Jesse had commanded him. Came to the trench uh, as, as the battle, as the host was going forth to fight, and shot, and they would shut a shot for the battle when they when they would when they would go to fight. They, ah! you know, like they're supposed to do something. Okay. And David left his carriage and the, uh, his sheep. With, with somebody that took him, he ran to the army and came and saluted his brother. And as he talked with them, behold, they came up, the, this giant came out. He said, Goliath by name, out of the armies, uh, and spake according to the same words David heard him. He said, you know, because he, well, he's a big man, so his voice is strong. He said, send me a man to fight, one man, and I'll go up against him. And if I win, you know, then... You all gonna serve us. If you if you if you if somebody kill me, we're gonna serve you. You know, he just talking and bragging about it. Because he's he's got a physique that brags. These these people looking at somebody they ain't never seen. You know, Jansen just walk around every day. You know, they had Jansen in this land, but I don't think people just seen him every day. 
And so this guy was all dressed up and all right, they wonder how in the world can anybody whoop him. But David didn't look at what he had on. David didn't care if he'd had on a, a, a stove. He didn't care. Because he knew of a God that was greater than any, any weaver beam, anything. And this God is telling us, I want to stress it. You're going to have some problems and some tests like David had. You're going to have some tests before this thing is over. You're going to have some tests that's going to be out that you ain't never heard of. So get your clothes on now. Get dressed in Jesus now. I'm glad that God called. I had no idea why God called this prayer and fasting. But we got to pray and fast and seek the Lord and do what's right. Amen. You know, we got to stop promising God, Lord, I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to stop doing that, you know. And then, and then, you know, next thing you know, we read in the same spot. And then we say, oh, Lord, forgive us. And he does. But it's time for us to really get serious about our walk with God. I'm telling you, we're getting ready to go through some stuff. I'm telling you. I say, we're getting ready to go. I asked, Al was asked, he don't know that I had thought about this, Al. When you called me and asked me about this man that I had a vision of long years ago. Uh, that was like a bus. A bust of a man. He had no legs and no arms, but he had a head and just his torso. And he was laying on his side, coming up out of this, where I lived, in the next to this place that was down there. He would come out of this way and float across the, and he would look at America. He said, you fools. He would just take his head and roll it like this, and you couldn't see because he was in the clouds. He, was, he said, you fools. And then when he get to that end, he rolled back, and he, was, he, he kept calling us fools. And if we don't go to God, children of God, we are fools. But he was certain that he was going to whoop us. Then I had a vision where God showed me, he, he told me, he said, it's not, it's Syria, uh, Assyria, it's Syria. That's what he told me. And I said, I don't know, I just, I told a few people, you know what I'm saying? But I'm telling you, we are on the verge of something. And it ain't good. I'm not trying to scare nobody, but we are on the verge of something. Amen. The food is so high, you could, I, I go and pick it up and say, how in the world can people eat? You know, I'm blessed, but good Lord. I mean, how, how can they eat? You know, especially people got kids. How, how do you feed the? How do you feed your kids? We not on. We not. We don't left the farms. We don't. We don't. We don't grow nothing no more. You know what I'm saying? It used to be a time you had to worry about because you grew all your greens and your potatoes and stuff. But now you don't do that anymore. And so we got off the farms. Now you got to buy a potato. You can buy one potato cost you a dollar, two dollars for one potato. It's sad. It's very sad. And look like nobody don't want to talk about it because they're scared. People are really afraid about where we are. They remember the, the, you know, they remember the depression. They remember when you had to have a stamp to get a pair of shoes. The, the older people, I remember it. And I'm not that old, but I remember the stamps. Yeah, right. We had to have, and everybody had on the same kind of shoe. Because when you went to the shoe company, <laughs> people said, oh, good. You know, then, then you got to go to school and they go, you, your mama went to the shoe company. You know, you, now, now you know where, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I lived in that day, sure did. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And we had to have a step to have a shoe, get shoes, 
You had to have a stamp to get sugar. Come on, come on, come on. You couldn't get no sugar without a stamp. Yeah. And you know how much bread costs in them days? Ten cents. I lived right down the street from the bread company. I was raised on Maple where the bread company was and also where the beer company was. Strolls. Yeah. And a, and a loaf of bread would cost you 10 cents. And people were so poor. And so I guess they just wasn't getting no, you know, you had to live. And they were so poor until you couldn't hardly buy a loaf of bread. Yeah. You heard about this, ain't you, son? You probably lived through some of it. Praise the Lord. But you know, uh, but our God looked down upon America once again. You know, because when we get in, well, usually when we get in something, we, we remember and then we, you know what I'm saying. But this, this is what I'm trying to bring forth here. After they got up and uh, doing all this talking, this big tall dude, you know, which, which you don't understand. They didn't understand science during that time. Because when they're about that old, that tall, it, it does something to their body. Like the frame and the, the legs and, the, you know, all this kind of stuff. So that's why he had all this junk all over him. You know what I mean? He had brass all over his legs and all this kind of stuff. Because people that tall are not healthy. That's right. When you get too tall, you can be tall but not that tall, you know. Amen. And so here... David had kept his father's sheep. That's what I want to bring forth. He had kept his daddy's sheep, and he certainly was a king. When a lion or a bear came out, he killed him. He killed the things that came against his father, what his father owned. Hallelujah. He kept that. He kept it in his heart. And as he stood there singing songs, and I don't understand this, because Saul had sent for somebody to play. And he sent for David, and David played for him before he ever, you know. I, I was trying to piece that together. I said, Lord, how is it that he don't know this boy? When, it, when, when David came to play Saul, when the devil was messing with Saul, David would come and play, play, play his, and, you know what I mean? I don't understand, but yet he didn't know David. Hallelujah. And I say, Lord, you know, the world look at us, but they don't know us. They don't, they don't know us. Hallelujah. They don't know especially what's going to happen in this, in this earth soon. Hallelujah. We, we're going to have to stand up and be a David. Amen. And so when, they, when, when David came down and heard this, heard this man talking, he said, see, Lord, help us. God to David was God. And so this man get up here and say, send me somebody, I'll do. God said, so who is he talking to? He, he, he's defied the living God. See, David ain't think about you. He think about God. He has defied the living God, the God I believe in. The God who saved me from a lion and a bear. Oh, he, he defied him. Who do you think he is? He, David didn't say how, now David about this tall. And this dude is up near the ceiling. Yeah, look at that. He looked at the God that he knew. How you serve a great and a mighty God. He looked at the God that delivered him from the bear. He looked at the God that delivered him from the, from the lion. God has brought, uh, you stand up and say, you know, I was down and I almost got kid by, killed by this car. And the car went around and so on and so on. God has delivered you from so many things. Every one of us have been delivered. God told me to tell you, take your deliverance, put it in your pocket, and when the devil comes,
come with all this messy coming in. You say, no, no, hallelujah. I'm killing this giant. Hallelujah. I'm, this, this, he going down. And no, 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 no. Uh-uh. This sickness is going down. He said, this living is going down. Cause I remember when God took this from me and, and, and helped me through that and, and helped me through this. And that's what the, David remembered. And so here this little boy coming to the, the, the king, trying to sense, but he's scared. What kind of king? He done got away from God. So they, they, everybody trying to, you know, find somebody to go out and fight this giant. So they, they sort of will be over there and see. They wouldn't have to go and fight, which they did afterward. But amen. So here come David to the, to, to, to the camp and his brothers, you know, uh, here come this braggart. You, you get to tell people what God did for you. They call you a braggart. You know, you know, oh, yeah, I know what she's going to say. You know, you, you talk to somebody about God enough, hallelujah, and then something happens, you, oh, yeah, I know what you're getting ready to say. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, okay, God, yeah, okay, all right, all right. They, they don't, they want to, something in man want to do his thing. It's something down in man want to get it done. But man can't get done what's going on now. He can't get it done, I'm telling you. We need some Davids now. And so David, so David listened to the man, you know, talking in the, the, he told, and the king said, whoever killed this dad, I'm going to make his house free in Israel, and I'm going to give him my, give him one of my daughters. And so David said, wait a minute, let me ask somebody, hey, did, did he say that? And one said, yeah. He said, are you sure that's what he said? He said, yeah, they said, he said, if whoever killed this man, going to get, you know, get one of his daughters, they're going to make his house free in Israel. He said, okay. So he said, tell him I'll go. Here's this little 18 year old kid. Look, they say, now the Bible says he was goodly, so he was cute. Really sweet, little cute little thing. He cute. Maybe he had red hair, I don't know. Hallelujah. But he comes dancing here, and so they go, they would go back to King Saul and say, oh, there's, a, there's a, a man out there saying he's going to kill him. So here comes this little, 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 little teenager before Saul. And he said, Son, what, what, what is your problem here? He said, well, I'm going to tell you, king, I can take him down. <laughs> he was a break. I can just see him. I, I can take this dude down. Because I know God. I know somebody that's going to help me here. He said, you let me go out there. He's he going to be gone. Who is he to defy God? See, David looked at him. He was defying God. Don't be talking about my God now. You can, you can talk about us. Don't be talking about, uh-uh, no, don't, uh-uh. No, 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 no. He said, now he talking about God. He talking about Israel's God. He talking about the God of What? Who does he think he is? Shoot. He said, well, you just young. You take my, he's going to put on all. He said, no, I, I ain't tried them. That's too heavy. I, I, I don't know about, you know, because he gave him his, all his, his stuff he wore to war. He didn't have on nothing but a little whatever they wore. A little dress come about to here again. And he had a little bag on that he kept his, kept his sheep, you know, whenever the sheep and everything got free. Hallelujah. So he said, no, I, I got everything I need. You, you done prayed, you done sought God, you got faith, you got everything you need. You got God, hallelujah. You got your trust in God, you got everything you need. Amen. You, hallelujah. I said, you got everything you need. I don't care how the battle gets and the battle's going to get rougher, children. Rougher, rougher, rougher in your life. Praise the, like the Maurice thing. That, that's a battle. That, that's a battle, Al. It's a battle. Hallelujah. And that's the way I looked at it. Hallelujah. When I started praying for it, I wrote it down, laid it for God last night, and I stayed up and I said, God, you're God. Hallelujah. You're greater than anything. I was, because I had David in my mind. See? 
Praise the Lord. So I, so I told the house, and I, when anything happened, I let me know. Let me know, because I'm, you know, let me know. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so he goes out. Amen. And so I'll tell you what, I think he kind of said to God, this dude now and a half feet tall, I think the guy got tickled. I mean, this little dude, this little, this little boy, like this coming to fight him, and he ain't got on or nothing, ain't got no nothing here, nothing there, ain't got no sword, please. He said, I'm going to kill you and give you to the, but so David was so, see, David was so outspoken. He said, who are you to defy the living God? I'm going to kill you, cut your head off. <laughs> he told me, what are you going to do? Read. Let's read it. Let's read. Did David say, I love David. I'd like to see you, David, one day. He said, <laughs> read what he said to the, to the, to the, to the giant. And, and, and I want to stress this too. When you start having faith in God for everything, you're going to have people that you love come against you. People that you think, even church folks come against you. Don't you, you know, you know, don't, don't get too big now, you know. I don't know if that's what they're saying or not. They don't mean any harm, but your faith in God is up to you and him. And you got to obey God, whatever God tell you to do. Lord, I know that's the truth. You have to obey him. Amen. So what, 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 where are we at now? Yeah. And uh, David girded his sword. Up, um, this is a uh, 39th verse. Uh, he, David. So David put on, and David, where where they, where, where and David girded his sword upon his armor, and he asked it go, but he couldn't. He didn't prove that. So he took his staff in his hand, gathered five smooth rocks out of the brook, and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had in his scrip, and his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to Philistine. I know you don't heard this so many times, but I just love it. And the Philistines came and drew near. And when the Philistines looked about and saw David, he disdained him, he said, you ain't nothing but a kid. And you kind of cute too. <laughs> cute little kid. <laughs> and the Philistines say, Am I a dog that thought you come to me with stays? And the Philistine cursed David by his God, just cursed him out. And but David getting ready to do this thing. God, we're gonna take this. We're taking him down, Lord. I'm taking he praying to God, I'm taking him down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said, come to me, number 44. And I will give your flesh to the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. He really thought he had this battle because this is a little kid. It's not a, nobody coming out with a sword or, you know, and to, to give him any kind of fear. So that's, that's, that's what got him off kilter too. See, <laughs> he, you know, he just thinking this is just a joke. He thought he coming there felt a joke. See, the devil think we just a joke right now. Hallelujah. But he don't know we're remembering from whence we came. We remember the God who brought us across. And we're getting ourselves together. He may think we ain't too much now, but he just wait. We got him covered, buddy. Tell you proof. Shoot. We got him. And so and the Philistines said to David, come to me and I will give your flesh to the fowls of the air, to the beasts of the field. 
Then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. Listen to this now. The God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. Oh, yeah, okay. He, he, he loved people too because they, they were running from it. He said, but he, just, he didn't say he still put us in it. He said, he said the God of, of, of the, the armies of God. And Saul armed David with his arm and, and put a helmet. Well, no, 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 no. Where am I? 46. 46. Yeah, don't let me go there. Mm-mm, 46. And <laughs> this day will the Lord deliver you into my hands. I will kill you or smite you and give the carcasses, the hosts of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and the wild beasts of the earth. That all the earth may know that there's a God in Israel. That's what we want to whoop him for. So the people will know that there's a God. Hallelujah. We want to be because we want the people to know that there is a God. Amen. So when he called his sister say, you know, baby, and we were always praying for baby. Praise the Lord. There's a God, baby. God is going to raise him up because there is a God. It's just beautiful. Okay. That he said, oh, and so what well, I'm on 47. Thanks, Al. David put his hand in his bag. <laughs> Why this man doing all this talk? Why the devil run his mouth? <laughs> David put his hand in his bag and took a stone and slang it. And smote the He had 49. He smoking him in the head. So David prevailed over, wait a minute into his forehead, and he fell upon the earth. Get this here. He fell upon the earth, his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a slang and with a stone, and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. That rock dazed and knocked him out. Knocked him down. And the Bible say he went and got his sword, got the giant sword, I don't know how big it was, and cut his head off. I'm making sure you did, honey. Your head coming off. <laughs> Good Lord. Here's a boy that I love him because he wasn't afraid of anything. He wasn't afraid of nothing, you know, because I guess if we was living in that day, we would probably be less afraid of things. But all we go through, you know, uh, that, that has helped me through some things I've gone through. That, this story. Because I believe that, I, that the Lord is my God. I ain't under David. But I sure killed that giant. Up. Yeah, and I, I went to after him like that. I said, no, you coming down, buddy. You ain't worrying me. You ain't, no, you coming down. And so in my mind, I was David. In my mind, I put, and they said he got fast moves on because the, the brother had four brothers. He going to kill them all. So if these others step out there, they're going to get coming down too. So he was a guy that understood that, that God was his God. That God was great. Children of God, I'm telling you, God, the God we serve is, is nothing like your man. He is great. Greater than great. This God is greater than me. There's no trial that you could go through and no place we could be that God won't bring you out if you trust him. I say if you trust him now. You got to believe in him now. You got to trust him. Amen. Hallelujah. There's no God. You can trust him. You know what? Let me tell you something. I'm going to give you a little hint here. It, and, and it's coming back. 
Your God is so great. You, you could tell him, you could have told him this morning, when I go to church today, I'm going to get healed. That's how, now that was yonder. Ooh, this is the kind of faith we had, you know what I'm saying? When I go to church, I'm going to be healed. Because you're not depending on Sister Davis or Brother Nobody to lay hands on you. You're you depending on Because he's the one going to heal you anyway. We can't do nothing. All we do is help you with your faith. But you, you, you depend upon God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And you walk in and say, this is my day. This is my night. I know. I've been through this. I, I've been through this. Hallelujah. I've been in places where, praise the Lord. I go to church. I say, Lord, this is my day. This is my night. This is mine. And somebody in the, the minister, he said, sister, this is your day. And that's all I had to do. He didn't know what, what, what my day was for. He didn't know what I had asked God. But this is my day and this is the experience that I have with God. That he will do what you believe he can do. Yes. You hear me what I'm saying? Yes. I'm telling I used to have headaches so bad. I remember going to venture, you know, before they closed venture down. I had, I would have migraines, I guess. God. Oh my God, my head would hurt me so much. I would wish they cut this off and leave that over there. And he cut my head with her. And dad, he was so pitiful. I said, Lord, he said, I said, I'm going to be okay, dad. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be okay. I'll tell him, you know, I would have, I would have to get side of the road and throw up. I, they would hurt me so bad. Amen. So I, so I talked to the Lord. I said, God, I prayed. I, during this time, we had a little church right around the corner here. 1400 Dyer Road, right around this corner. And I'd go over to that church and me and my son would pray. And I said, God, I said, my head just, just hurt me so bad. It hurt me, you know, so bad, you know. And so, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So one day, one day I was old to the church, and, and I, my head was hurting me. It was still hurting me. Just, and I, I walked over there. You could walk. And I got on my knees, and I raised my hands. And before I said, how the hell? Before I said anything, it's like a, like a light switch. Click. And here the headache says. We talking about a God that loves you. We talking about a God that's going to be there. You ain't got to have nobody. All you got to do is know, because he wants you to come to him first anyway. You know what I'm saying? He wants you, he want to know you first. You know what I mean? Before you call Sister Dulu or Sister Dulu or Lulu. He wants to you. Praise the, I'm telling you, God is who he say he is. Honest to goodness. Praise the, he is. He's, he's who he say he is. Oh, I can tell you time after time. Lord, I've been through so much. Lord, here. Oh, I mean, you know this dial road down here. Right down here. Right down here. And I was driving, and uh, I was on the right. I was on the right side coming, coming toward uh, Hopewell. And the Holy Spirit said, pull over. Well, now to pull over, I had to go in the ditch. <laughs> so I did what he told me to do. <laughs> I just pulled over in the ditch and uh, around come this brown the trucks and brown trucks. Didn't deliver stuff. He come around there till he was speeding. The UPS was speeding. He'd have hit me square on. I wouldn't be here because I probably, the way he was driving, he was just driving. He come around that curve and he would have hit me surely. You got to serve a guy. You can't get, there's no jack big enough for him. He, he, it's just nothing. He's just good. I'm just, I'm just floored. I'm just, He's so good. He's so good. And then he had the nerve to show me last night about uh, this uh, COVID. What is that thing? What is that? 
of the, the scientific things, TMs, uh, some equal this, equal that, what? He had to show me that. Now, why he do that? Good Lord. He showed me how he made the, uh, the birds and how inside of the wings is information and, uh, you know, that they're supposed to do. And uh, I said, God, I just, I just, I just marvel at the, at the goodness of God, who we got, who we call God. And we come here to, to worship this man we call God and Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's trust him. You're going to have to trust him. You got to learn how to trust him now. You got to learn how. Hallelujah. You got to learn how. You got to learn how to love your brother. I think there's nothing wrong with you saying when I get to church because that way you know we are together as one. When I walk in that church, I'm going to be the, 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 I was crazy. I just, you know, they taught me crazy stuff and I just believed it. Praise the Lord. And they don't let me read it now. That's, that's too much now. Praise the Lord. I'm t- God is God. He's God. He's God. Will you stand? Hallelujah. So they prevailed against the giant. But it took him because he had the other four stones for his other four brothers. He had four brothers, Gad. Look it up. He going to get them all. Why? Because he believed in his God. And he saw, that's right, El. He saw, he had the spirit in him that believed in his God and because he saw what God did. He saw, he was there when God delivered him. He know he couldn't do these things by himself, but he trusted God. Listen, God know you can't do everything by yourself. All you got to do is trust him. That's all he wants you to do. And he'll be with you. You ain't got to haul ass nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, don't be calling upon him when you get, you're down and you can't hardly walk. In your hood. No, serve him all day. Praise the Lord. Have a praise for him when you're thinking about when you're in the bed. You know what I'm saying? Don't say, well, I'm, well, I'm saying my prayer. No, be, be talking to him all day. Get, make friends with him. He loves it. He loves the friendship. He loves to talk. He loves you to talk to him. He do really does. He loves the, the, he do. I'm telling you, he really does. Amen. Because I'm telling you, last night I said, when, I, when he showed me this, I said, Lord, you did so good. It's like he said, he's like he just smiled, you know, just, yeah. Amen. God is real. I'm, y'all say what you want to say, but I, I'm old enough to know better. I know he's real. I, I know he's been with me all my life. I go back as old as I am and I think about when I can think. All the things that have happened to me in my life. All the things that could have happened. That didn't happen, but because I knew God. At seven years old, my auntie took me down in Mississippi. I stayed with a, a, a woman, that holiness woman. She was my aunt. Taught me the ways of God and told me God was real. I went to the altar when I was like seven or eight. I was baptized when I was eight years old. And I'm going to tell you, don't stop your kids. I say this out there. Don't never stop. I don't care if they're five. They want to go to the altar when it's called, let them go. Well, they don't know. Yes, they do. God will keep. God, God, no, God honors it. God, because I went when I was very young. I didn't know, you know, I just knew what they told me, you know. I got baptized very young and knew what they told me. But after I got grown, you know, I baptized for myself, you know what I'm saying. But I'm going to tell you about a God that's able. There's no giant too big, no problem too large, no place you can be that God can't get you out of. I'm telling you, there's nothing that can come up on you, nothing, nothing, if you believe God. All he asks you to do, listen, my... <laughs> 
You, you know, we go to the doctor. I go to the doctor. I have to because to keep my insurance. I have to go to the doctor at least twice a year to keep my insurance inactive. You know, so but, but my, 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 the lady that, this my, my doctor, she know me. Now she really know me, you know. Yeah, she really know me. She says, Celeste, she said, <laughs> will you just take this little pill, just take this one, you know, because you're older and keep your blood pressure. You don't want to have a stroke. Or, and, you know, and, and I just takes her through so much. Because she want me to list all the medicine. I don't take medicines. You know, I take, I take herbs. So, I, you know, so she want me to list all the medicines. <laughs> so she done got used to, I've been with her since 1970. She's been my doctor. So I said, Lord, let me, please, because I like her. I relate. So we got to be where we were friends. You know, we talk about our families and stuff like this. And so she said, now, Celeste, so you get older, say, so just take this. Just, I'm going to give you three grams of this. Just take it. And I looked at that woman's eyes. She loved me, so I said, I said, okay. Get off my back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I do. I take this it's a little bitty teeny pill she gives me, you know. You know, but God, I, I stood to tell you that God was David's God. He's still that same God. He's still as strong as he was with David. Amen. And you take your and this and, and your stone gonna be the word of God. You you get you the Ooh, Jesus. I don't know if y'all know this, but the devil's scared of, scared of God. He's scared of God. He, he's a bluffer. It, the Bible says, somebody walked past and says, this, is this the man that caused the earth to tremble? It looked down a little skinny little dude down there. You know, he, he just got you fooled. He's not what he say he is. He's a deceiver. Amen. And he certainly ain't big. If he was so bad, he'd have put God out, but he didn't. He got his tail thrown out of heaven. And that's what he's mad about. Hallelujah. So I want you to just believe that God can do what? Anything. Anything. And you ain't, we ain't through going through, children of God. We, we're going to go through. But get your faith where you would Start reading your Bible, whatever you got to do. God is able to do whatever you can believe him for. Now, if you don't believe it, he can't do it. But if you, I dare you to believe him. I dare you. And he, he'll do it. Because he's done it for me many times. I can just write down, I go through my life, I say, God, you took me through this, and God, you took me through, oh, Lord, I get the crying and boo-hoo and the candle, oh, Lord, thank you for this, thank you for that, thank you, because I was born, I, I was raised uh, down there, like I told you, in the slums, and there's a lot that could have happened to me, that God knew my heart, and he knew what I wanted to be as a woman, and God kept me, you hear me, the devil was hard after me, but God kept me. I said, Lord, you kept, well, I didn't know it then, you know, but, but when he, I knew that something took me out of stuff. I, I didn't get into stuff or somebody that was going to do something, didn't do it because God didn't let him. But now I know, you know, that it was God that kept me. And I just give him praise. Give him some praise. Go ahead and just <laughs> praise the Lord. So I love little David, Gwen. I like to see little David after. After I see Jesus, now I got to see him before I see anybody. But I love David. I, I thank David for his faith that he had in God. Amen. I thank him for that and for his love that he could have, you know, people, you know, did him wrong, but he didn't, you know, blame him. Somebody do you wrong, you know, make sure you don't write it down what you're going to do. You know, because that, that, don't, that don't work in this kind of with the, the life you want to live. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.